Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So, everyone, this is episode 25 of Sex with the Marie Grandma. Last one for 2021. We can't believe it. We're so mixed emotions, I think. We're excited to have a bit of a break, but sad to be not doing this yeah, every week. I think we have a lot of people who are going to miss it because I know people tell me they hang out every week to listen to our podcast, so that's lovely too. Yeah. I know. We'll miss yeah. them as well. Um, but this week we're just doing a whole load of listener questions, which we thought would be a really nice way to wrap up our last episode mm-hmm. of the year. But basically we're going to go away over the Christmas and um, New Year break and come up with some cool new ideas and concepts and guest speakers and everything for next year. So there's loads of really fun things to come. We're excited. We're definitely not not doing it anymore. It's just um, time for us just to take a little break and a breather and have some family time, yeah. which is nice. I agree. Yeah. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, should we just – I I'm really excited for this question <laughs> because this one came up. <laughs> came up from a couple of listeners and I never even thought to do this but I so guys I got Bubba to do the BDSM test that I've been talking about on a couple of other episodes and she won't tell me the results she's like waiting to do a grand reveal it but won't surprise you won't be, but you'll you have to laugh because I had to go to a doctor's today you know how specialists keep you waiting for about two hours <laughs> Um, and mm-hmm. I was dying because I hate waiting. And I thought, I'll do the BDSM test while I'm sitting in the waiting room. Well, I, <laughs> I was killing myself laughing reading some of these questions. People were looking at me like I was nuts, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, my God. You've had me hanging in suspense oh, all oh, day. Are you going to tell well, me your yes results? I will, but, I, but you, it won't surprise you. There's no surprising here. So, of course... I think just because just because you've said there's no surprise, I'm going to guess that you're vanilla. How long has it been? I thought it was 100%. 97%. Oh, I love this for you. You're so cute. Well, it shows. Was there anything well, else? 22% experimentalist. That's oh, so you're a risky woman. 19% switch, but I don't even know what that means. So I'm I'm like a 98% What does switch, that mean? And I, um, I'm pretty sure it's like you like to be dominated, but you also like to dominate. Okay. But so it's, I think it means that you like to like change things yeah. up and like. Yeah, and I. Um, I you know, try yeah, different yeah, things. Yeah, that's, that's me. <laughs> how many? How many 19%. percent? 
<laughs> you wild woman. Well, I think for my age, I think, yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And this one will kill you. It's 17% non-monogamous. Now, that's that's interesting, oh. one, considering I was married to one man for 56 years. But anyway, maybe um, my chance will come down the track. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I'll chair, I get a chance to be yeah. non-monogamous. <laughs> Still plenty Do you know what? Left. No. <laughs> Absolutely, you can be a non-monogamous <laughs> vanilla sex queen. <laughs> oh god. Oh, this is amazing. I'm so glad you did that test. So yeah, if anyone's interested in and doing I'm that. And six, I'm 16% <laughs> submissive. What are you? There you go. What am I? Oh, I can't remember my um, test results, but I know that I'm like 98% switch, which is like likes to dominate and then be submissive. Right. I like both. And then I'm really into oh. role play apparently. So like very big on tying people up and I also got being zero tied on up. That. <laughs> oh, <did> you? <laughs> um, you know why? Because I'm oh. such a control freak. There's no way anyone could ever tie me up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you don't have like a little dominating well, streak. Well, I'm... I'm a switch. I can be a bit dominant, and yeah, you, and, and then I, oh, yeah. I'm also eight percent voyeurism. <laughs> and I was I was actually surprised Ooh. that's a bit low because I feel my job is a bit voyeuristic. Because um, I listen to people's sex stories every day. Maybe I'm not a voyeur. Maybe I'm just a listen. Maybe maybe you're just so desensitized by yeah. it that it just comes up yeah. as really low. And anyway, I think that's a mess. So okay, <laughs> I failed the test. I'm ninety percent. 97% vanilla for a sex therapist. <laughs> no, I think there are lots of vanillas out there and there's nothing wrong yeah. with vanilla sex. It's not for me all the time. Don't get me wrong. I like it every now and then. But I think but there's a lot what? of vanilla. You can pour a lot of stuff on vanilla. There. You can pour cognac. You can pour <laughs> all sorts of... Bubba <laughs> loves the brand. cures on top of vanilla ice cream. <laughs> you just spice it up a yeah, little definitely. bit. <laughs> oh. 100%. You're definitely got a little spice in there. <laughs> so that was very interesting, I must admit. Had a good laugh doing it. Entertain yeah. me while I waited yeah, for so any- today. <laughs> I know. It yeah. takes a little while. So if anyone's interested in doing that test, it's I think it's like bdsm.org, bdsmtest.org yeah. or something like that. Or just let me know and I can send you a link just like I sent all <laughs> that persistently today. <laughs> um, so... One of the other questions that we had come through from our listeners is to do around yeah. a really hot top, which yeah. is gaslighting. So, you know what? I think I might leave yes. gaslighting to you, but like, what is gaslighting and well, how do you do it? Gaslighting is when someone makes the other person question their own reality and, and, no, and sanity. sanity. And, and, Oh, okay, I'll, mm. I'll give you I, – I see a lot of it in my room because I, 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 the interesting thing is that women, as I've said this to you so many times before, that when anything's wrong with a woman, she's down at a doctor's in five minutes. But if anything goes wrong with a guy sexually, he can go for years without go, going into a doctor. And what these guys do then is gaslight their partners and – they make their partners feel responsible. So, for example, I guess you know you, I get a lot of clients with sexual discrepancy, where the where the woman who's a higher sex drive than the male um, 
and the male just doesn't want sex, but they gaslight their partners by telling them that there's something wrong with them, that they're the ones that they should, they need to go to a, 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 a professional person to deal with the fact that they're um, over the top sexually, uh, that they're too reactive, they need to control their emotions because when, when you have sex less than 11 times a year, and I have plenty of clients that turn up with that, you're in a sexless marriage. And these young girls in their late 20s and 30s are in sexless relationships, but their partners make them feel unattractive, they, they feel that they're um, not desirable and they don't do anything to reassure their partners that it's got nothing to do with them, that they themselves have a low libido. Yes. When, when you talk about gaslighting yes. in this sense mm. particularly, this takes me back to like those ridiculous times where women were described as being hysterical and suffering from yeah. hysteria. And, like, having to be, like, masturbated to, like, deal with their, like, problems or whatever it was. Like, that seems so old school to me and so... Bob, did you not put your phone on mute? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have now. <laughs> you socialite woman, I swear. I, your phone has been going off. It's Sorry, off. <laughs> Okay, I have now. It's off. It's so. It's actually really like sad for me that my my grandma my daughter gets more texts than I do. Like she's a woman in high demand. Her phone goes oh, off more than mine does. True. I'm actually going to put it on airplane mode, and that way they really won't get me. That's it. <laughs> there you go, um, But yeah, no. Tell us how to deal with with gaslighting because I know that it's become a very big topic of late and a very like a bit mm. of a buzzword even especially when it comes to dating and relationships where, you know, it's off, it's like very common. And like, I think more people are becoming aware of mm. what gaslighting is, but not many people really know how to deal with it. Gaslight. Gaslit or put <coughs> yeah. in, a, in that well, kind of situation. The first thing you do is not become defensive and say, I'm, um, you know, that's not so, that's not me. Um, you start justifying it. Um, the reality is if you, if somebody turns around and says that <clears throat> um, you're just being too reactive, you very objectively turn around and say, well, maybe I am, but if I had a partner that had sex with me less than more times than once a month, maybe I wouldn't be so reactive. So you, you, you play it back to them, but you play it back very objectively and and very factually, like and you don't get into justifying it or losing your cool and saying, there's nothing wrong with me, I'm not mental. You can turn around and throw it back at them and say, look, I can live with the fact that you think that I'm a hysterical woman, but tell me one woman in their 30s who gets sex once every 10 weeks what wouldn't be hysterical when they are a healthy sexual woman that all they want is to have sex with their husbands or partners or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah it's really really calling them out factually that's what it is and not not letting them convince you that there is something wrong with you it's like you know if somebody came mm, up to you and exactly. said to you for example you're right, I don't have you got a new hairdo leave no no I really like Oh my God, this actually happened to me the other day. I have to tell you. Oh my God. So anyone, okay, I'm going to tell you this story that just happened. 
But basically, over COVID and this lockdown, I've really just let my hair go naturally. I have stopped heat styling it and I actually have these really hectic curls. So a lot of people haven't seen me with curly hair before and I've just let it go and I really heat style it. But basically, I went out for a couple of drinks on um, Saturday night with a girlfriend of mine and we went to walk into the line to get into this pub in Bondi. And do you remember the time I told yes. you about the guy that How slapped me across the that? face? I get reminded of it very he often. He was standing right in front of us in the line. <laughs> but I literally walked up and, of course, he was standing right ahead of us. And, like, we said hello and whatever. But he goes to me, hmm, that's a new look for you. And I was like, not a fan, are you, babe? <laughs> he was just like... He said something, he actually, like the way that he had said it and it was his tone. He didn't like it. Made it sound like it was like, he didn't like he was it. taking a dig at me. But I, and I called him, I called <clears> him out <throat> on it straight away and was like, oh, you're not a fan. That's 100% like, well, I love it. Like, correct. It's, it's who you, I am. You've been trained very well, Liv. Yeah. Because you don't, I call that a yeah. negative stroke. And I, it's, a, it's an and upbeat I say put to people, down. When anybody says something to you that's critical, turn around and say for your hairdo, if I'm, I'm, I'm sorry you don't like my hairdo because I love it. That's why I wear it this way. Um, so you don't you don't buy into their criticizing you. Yeah. And that's the same with gaslighting. You don't buy into them putting you down and making mm. you feel that you're a mental case or that you're stupid or you're hysterical. You actually turn around mm. and say, "Well, I can live with the fact that you think I am. I know I'm not." I'm just thinking, Liv, that maybe the guy that said that to you um, was his way of getting back at you after knowing that you spoke about him on your podcast and it's been – it's it's one of your major outstanding moments on your podcast that everybody, you know that everybody tells me about it. Someone every week mentions it to me. So I, maybe that's his get back. <laughs> It might be a major standpoint in the yeah. podcast, but it wasn't a major point in my life. So no, I know. But, but <laughs> well, telling you that you didn't like your hair was a way of getting back at you, maybe. <laughs> maybe. But all I could think was, oh, get me away from you. <laughs> Luckily, a couple of my other friends turned up in the line and I was like, oh, thank God. Like, I've got to go. But anyway, so yeah. So how, do you, how else um, do you deal with gaslighting other than like being objective turning it back on them but in a really objective way a really factual way you don't engage in any like yeah. justification or mm-hmm. nitty-gritty that's and and with it. and don't get into stating you're gaslighting me because that seems to be the pop word for everybody at the moment <laughs> yeah totally. don't throw back oh, i know you're gaslighting me because the guy or the girl who's doing it is Mm. Uh, probably doesn't even know the word what gaslighting means <laughs> to be quite honest <laughs> so but just play back what they say and say well if you think that I'm mentally insane at the moment um, I can accept that <laughs> um, I guess not having sex for 10 weeks will drive me mentally insane if you don't get off your backside and do something about it <laughs> I feel like I've heard you respond to so many of our family members like this because I reckon our family is full of gaslighters. They're, they're narcissistic gaslighters. Our family's full of them. Exactly. <laughs> so speaking of buzzwords, we actually yeah. had another question about breadcrumbing. Right. Yes. So breadcrumbing is when someone you're mm. interested in or may have been dating or whatever suddenly kind of like drops away on the comms but still will 
send you a text, react to a story. I don't know, send you a call, like give you a call every now and then. They basically breadcrumb you to keep kind of like stringing you along. Mm. So I want to know what your thoughts are on breadcrumbing and when dealing with someone who's breadcrumbing you, do you just ignore them or do you call them out on their behavior? Uh, the first thing I would do is call them out on it, but uh, it actually leads into something I was going to talk about tonight and it's called Games People Play. Um, and that is a ga- oh yeah, Booba. Yes. By the way, Booba had planned a full session, and I was like, no, 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 we're doing. Questions. We're going to do. I'm going to throw it in because, like, you know me, I'm going to. I'm glad. I'm going to get it in. <laughs> but it it is a game that's played very often, and it's called seduce and reject. And oh, teach me how to play this game. Well, how you play it is they seduce you by sucking you in, breadcrumbing you, and then they reject you. And you know what? Right. It's a really cruel game, Liv. It's a really cruel game. And a lot of people do it because they want to sort of get in first and dump you before before they get dumped because they're psychologically damaged when they do it. Um, And my advice to you is if that's a listener that's asked a question or a girlfriend, I would be be saying dump him, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, so just call them out on it. And how would you call them out on it without... Wanting to like engage in this sort of like tete a tete. Like, how do you call them out on it in a way that you're just like, I see what you're doing and I'm not interested? Yeah, that's exactly right. And so, you know, just forget forget my number. <laughs> and then block and them. Then blo- don't and then block speak them. to me or my son again. As <laughs> exactly. If it, a lot because seduce and reject is a very cruel game, really. And yeah. a lot of people do it. They hook you in. Yeah. You think that you feel complacent and then they pull down the screen and reject you and, and you, 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 it leaves you wondering what the hell have I done, you know. When it's not when, when it's not you, yeah. So mm. the reason people do this, you're saying, is because that they've basically got some sort of issue or trauma or something that they're dealing with, mm. maybe subconsciously, <laughs> where they don't ever want to be rejected so they'll reject you Exactly. First. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, mm. that actually leads me on to my next question, yes. which is actually perfect. Um, this is from a girlfriend of mine who is like, you know, hot girl in the city, total babe, single girl, been single for a while. She's had a few traumatic or she's had a very traumatic ex-relationship, but she's been single for a while now and she's been doing a lot of work on herself. She dates a lot, but whenever anyone ever gets close, she shuts them out and she kind of runs away. Or doesn't really let them in. And she asked me how to let her walls down and keep them down so that she can let someone in. Well, my, my suggestion to her is really she needs to go and have some therapy and find out what where it all started. And because you'll find that where did she start blocking people out and... When when I do therapy with people like that, I say, well, you know, do, do you remember feeling the same way, you know, when you were a kid or when you were a teenager? And mm. and I ask, what what is what's the worst memory you've got that made you feel like that? Um, and and what triggers that for you? And then we work with the triggers of why. What's her fear of letting? somebody in what because is what has happened in her life where she's experienced hurt where she doesn't want to feel that hurt again and you know has she been rejected in the past did she grow up feeling abandoned by someone that she loved dearly 
And so I do honestly think that for her own sake, she should seek a good professional therapist that will help her go back to find out why she's putting up this block and to, to deal with the initial hurt that she had in the first place. That's That would be my advice to her. Yeah. Mm. I think if I mm. had, if I put my two cents in just from knowing her, I'd say it's because she had like a really bad breakup where he was cheating on her, not a, not a great guy and really kind of messed her around a bit, which is the worst. Mm. So how do you deal with getting over cheating? Oh God. Well, the, fir- the first, do we, have, do we not have time well, for that? <laughs> I, I hear it every day seeing, I've told you mm. before that, that the world does monogamy very badly these days. and Including you, yes. apparently, you vanilla monog- yes. non-monogamous. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say it. Um, that um, that uh, when, if, if the, the person who has done the cheating is very remorseful and really, because we're all capable of making mistakes and, doing that you know having that moment and and there's well, and there's, and, there's, the and there's lots of reasons why people cheat there's not one reason you know it could be because they're bored it could be about ego it could be about a one night stand in las vegas it could be a drunken night out it, it could be all sorts of reasons and the thing is is if they really want to be forgiven um and and re- to reconcile the relationship, then they have to realise that the person who has been cheated on will go through a grieving process of the loss of trust in the relationship that takes up to two years to heal. But if your girlfriend has was badly cheated on by her partner to the point that they split up over it, is that what happened? Did they split up? Yeah, yeah well, yeah. She, she's dealing with... A huge don't trust message, and probably was it long ago that she was cheated on? Uh, I think they would have broken up maybe three years ago. Okay, so she should be over it by now. She should be. (laughs) She should be over the grief of it. But yeah, yeah, definitely, she's well over that that relationship. But I think there's some like residual scar tissue, maybe, from what you're saying. And she needs to deal with the fact that she has a huge don't trust message, so she's not letting people in. So she she mm. learn, needs to learn that she can choose who she trusts, <laughs> and she she needs yeah. to be more selective about who. Yes, I think, yeah. Mm. I think when it comes to yeah. trust, it's very for me, and this is something that I've had to learn. Like I've got no reasons to not trust men. Like I've had some great relationships. Yes. I've fortunately not been cheated on, as far as I know. If I have, I haven't yeah. found out. So whatever. But I find I think that. When it comes to trust, you have to, well, I try to operate on a basis where I trust you <clears throat> until you give me a reason not yes, to trust I'm you. Not. And then that's when the trust is broken rather than being like, I don't trust you. You have to earn Yeah, I'm trust. like you, Liv. Um, I trust everybody mm. till they do something to me and then I'm, I'm really poor at three strikes and you're out. I'm, it's one strike and you're out with me after oh, that. <laughs> I'm more like it's 45 <clears throat> Strikes, yeah, then yeah. you're out, and then you've got a backup of another ten. I'm the worst. I'm so forgiving. Yeah, ask my friends. I'm the worst. Yeah, especially when it comes to guys. But I feel like that's not <laughs> good. I'm glad you're learning. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I, I, it would be a shame if your girlfriend goes 
through her life not letting people in because we are social creatures. We all need somebody, and COVID has proven that, that we do need people in our lives and, you know, mm-hmm. she needs to let go and... But if she if she gets, starts if she dates a guy, she needs to sort of do her due diligence on him, see, see what his past record is all about too. But she, yeah, but she she dates all these great guys and they just like completely fall over themselves yeah. for her, and she just ends up not. She'll entertain it, but then ends up not wanting a bar of it and moves on. But mm-hmm. maybe I'll get her to come and see you when we yes, come yeah, up later do that, this year. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> So I think the best way, this is what we've almost run out of time, which is so sad, which means we're almost at the end, but I've got one more question from one of our listeners. And I think it's a really nice question to end our first ever season on. And, um, that is someone asked how you became a sexologist and they want to know what path does one take to become a sexologist? Well, it's very different because because I've been a sexologist now for nearly 40 years. So the training is very different. Mm Mm-hmm to what it is today um if somebody wants to be a sexologist sexologist i do prescribe that they do a counseling or psych degree first yep and then there are there's the australian society of sexologists um that they can actually go and do a course which equates to something like a master's degree in sexology and then not only are they a sexologist, but if they can become a psychologist or counsellor where they can get a Medicare rebate, because sexology on its own doesn't um, give a person a rebate right. if they go there. So if they can pick up a, the uni degree that gives them the Medicare rebate and they they then become – because. You can't, being a sexologist on its own isn't good enough. You have to be able to deal with relationships. So sex and relationships go hand in hand. Yeah. So you do need the backdrop of being a relationship therapist as well as a sexologist because sex is up, you know my story, sex doesn't live on an island by itself. It's joined to a mainland. You've got to be able to deal with everything on the mainland to help people with their sex sexual problems. So that's how um, you need to do it today if you want to become a sex therapist. How exciting. Yeah, I think you should do it. I've told you that. You've got the psych degree. I know. You've got the psych degree. All you've got to go is go to ACERT and do your sexology degree. Maybe I'll do it for a lull. Do maybe it. we'll maybe next time when we come back for our first episode next year, yes. I'll be announcing to everyone that I'm doing my <laughs> sexology. Do it. Wouldn't that do be it. cute? I think I think you'd be amazing at it. I, I really do. Yeah, someone's got to believe in me. <laughs> if I, I had the time, I'd yes. do it. I swear. I I look. If I can find the time, I definitely consider it. Make but the that, time live. Yeah. No. But that's it for us. That's episode twenty-five. Yes. That's our first season of Sex with My Grandma, guys. I just want to say a big thank you to Bubba. You are the most amazing partner in crime for this. I love speaking to you every week about these topics and I love that I get to do this with you. So thank you for being so amazing. And I love doing it with you too. And and I get lots of compliments about the fact that you and I have such an amazing rapport and relationship and lots of compliments about you too, my darling. 
So thank you. When are we going to tell them that it's all for show and just for the podcast? (laughs) That we really hate each other. (laughs) (laughs) Not true. (laughs) Not a chance. Not a chance. But um, also, and that I want to give a big thank you to all of our listeners. Um, Mm. Thank you so much for coming on this journey with us (laughs) in season one. We can't wait to come back bigger and better next year. Um, If you have anything you want us to consider or any great ideas that you'd like us to cover next year please let us know we always love hearing from you guys and what you want to hear about but Mm. that's it that's that's a wrap on season one we can't (laughs) wait to see you next year the podcast group will still remain active um please feel free to go back and listen to past episodes because we cover a lot of great content um please share our podcast with your friends and family and also give us a rating and review but that's it for us for season one anything you want to say bob Yes, I just want to, again, thank the listeners. Loved working with you, Liv, and I, people should enjoy, uh, keep well and safe and uh, look forward to seeing and hearing all you healthy people next year. That we should, yeah. ha- we should all have a better year than this year as far as being locked away. Let's hope that's the end of it this year. Fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. All right, everyone. We'll see you in 2022. Yeah. Bye, darling. Bye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.